you know, we were thinking about this. We were correction. We were talking about this the other day, and it's like you notice when you think about what what factors do you look at when deciding to buy something. I mean, it could be an audio, but it could be in anything, right? And you notice that everyone's got a kind of a different opinion on exactly what it is they think they should be, what what there is they're looking for. You know, and since this is a headphone channel, audio channel, I guess we could kind of key in mostly on that, but I'm sure we're going to get sidetracked. Mm, seems likely. Yeah. The thing I find most interesting about this is, in my experience, I see people that say one thing and do another frequently, especially in high-end audio. No doubt. They say, this is what matters to me. And yet you look at the choices they made in the past and the choices they continue to make into the future, and they don't seem to align with the preferences that they vocalized. Which is a little curious. It tends to deal with it. I think the biggest word, the word that tends to come to mind is discount. Well, that people, helps. People choose on based on discounts. That helps. <laughs> Account for compromise. They know what the best choice is, but they don't care because they got a discount on the other yeah. choice. <laughs> and that'll yeah. put you right in the merry-go-round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some sales come in and you're like, well, I can't pass that yeah. up. Yeah. It's <laughs> interesting how that works because you could market something as $10,000 but actually sell it at $6,000 and to a select group of people, that's good value. Yeah. But if it was sold for 6000 and it was marketed at 6000 it'd be a totally different game. Yeah. Those same people that are interested in a bargain wouldn't buy it. Yeah, that kind same of game price. has been going on in a lot of retail. The furniture stores, I think, started it 100 years ago. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of trickled down to a it lot of stuff. It works for some people. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's an artificially inflated retail. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. I mean, but I mean, people, I think over time, they do figure out as a group, they start to figure out what the real value is Mm -hmm. or something. And that's the issue, right? That takes time. And the early adopters are the ones that pay for that. (laughs) Sometimes things are a bargain compared to their price. And other times, eh, good value. Not so much. Yeah. But a price aside, because that's always an argument that people use for things. And it's 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 a controversial subject prices in the eye of the beholder what other things would we look at aside from price i could say pretend like i like i personally i like looking at things and not knowing what the price is you know you could and well, then kind of gauge what it's worth what you think it should be yeah right like, like, yeah look at this going you know and then, and then when you hear the price you're either shocked or yeah. going oh that's good mm-hmm. or that's all right i mean and it, that's where i gauge things in terms of you know price is it worth it yeah we have a bit of a different perspective on things from that regard though because as a headphone manufacturer, we're typically not so concerned about the cost of electronics necessarily because it's not like a consumer perspective. We're looking to acquire all these things for ourselves. Uh, generally, when we're looking at new stuff, the question is, is this something we could recommend to someone else? Is this something we're going to say is, is a positive product you should go out and buy? So the value still needs to be there, of course, because whether or not people want to admit it, that's almost always number one priority. What's the cost? Can I afford it? Do I perceive value in that? Mm. Nope. Well, Number val- one, yeah. does it actually serve the purpose, right? Does yeah. it, would it work well, in this yeah. application? That's, a, that's inferred. It needs to work It has first. to work. Yeah. Right. Does it work? That's okay. a good start. What does it cost? Yeah. At any price. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That's always a pretty reasonable start. But I guess I could start with me. Personally, what do I look for in audio? I think I'm, uh, I'm representative of a group of people, but you know, a little on the edge in some senses. I usually look for the hows and the whys uh, on how things are built. What does it look like? And now that's not like in an absolute sense of like the aesthetics per se. It's just more or less, does this look like a well-designed, well-thought-through product that was carefully considered? Because I find it to be frustrating in my everyday use when something has fatal flaws that make it difficult to live with. 
Uh, you see this a lot in very, very low-cost things. The product itself may be fine. It works great, no issues. But there's this one trivial thing that you can't fix that's frustrating to deal with. You know, the way this timer behaves or the way it doesn't reset after this thing happens or when you turn it on, it does this and you need to hit this switch or things that are just trivial and it would have taken five minutes for them to resolve yeah, and, that, and cost nothing. That's true. And that kind of stuff kind of sucks because um, you only find out about it when you after you own it. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? It's not it's not in the owner's manual. I mean, you might be able to it's read hard to know. reviews that might pick out some of this stuff if, if it's the same problem, if they have the similar issue you have. But a lot of times people don't know. They just think that's the way it works. And a lot of times people don't okay. think about it. But I'm very particular about how things operate most of the time. So these things bother me. I don't like dealing with things that are trivial to resolve from the manufacturer's perspective. Well, that you think should have already been thought out. That should have been thought through. Because it shows to me they weren't too concerned when they were manufacturing or designing this product. And if they're not concerned about something that's so dependent and so important to the usability you got to imagine they're skipping other steps elsewhere. Well, there are there are caveats to that. Like, first of all, that assumes that you know better than the manufacturer as to why they did what they did. Now, if, right. it's, a, if, it's, if it's a cost savings thing. Yeah. It's probably usually cost. All right. Then you got to look at it. Then once again, we're back to the value yeah. perspective. If you paid $2 for it, how the hell do you think they made it for $2? Yeah. Yeah. They cut corners. Now, now if you paid $1,000 for it, now you start th- saying, well, shit, this should have done that for me. I shouldn't have to worry about this. So... It, you got to intertwine the two, right? And you also got to understand why they might have done it. And there might be other reasons, but from a technical standpoint, you're right. When you're looking at a technical product, and like you said, if it doesn't reset, like after a power outage or something, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I, I, that you're right. That's stuff that should be like you think it'd be automatic. Yeah. Did they actually use their product before they sold it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, in a home setting or in that's in, basically in a real what I'm setting. getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Has this product actually been considered? Because yeah. you often enough see issues and. This is most common with knockoff products. It looks like the authentic product, but it does not function like it. Although it may be designed in a similar fashion, looks similar, the hardware is very similar, the software, the integration, the way the switches work, or something, whatever, it depends on the product. Something about it is poorly considered because they just really weren't concerned. When well, they a copy were is never it. perfect. Well, and they didn't, they didn't know the initial intent anyways. Right. So they don't know why they did what they did. They're just copying the looks and such. Yeah, right. So. Right. And Close so enough. that to me is usually one of my more frustrating things. When I see something that I would consider to be poorly designed, poorly implemented, and unfortunately sometimes it's because of cost. It costs more to do this different thing. What? But a lot of times it doesn't. Let's look at something like, like something I could think of that's really hard for me to choose, I know, would be like a, a network switch for the house. Mm. I look at those and I'm like, you get them for like $10. Yeah, right? what's yeah. the difference? And you get them for a couple thousand dollars if you get into the better. Down- yeah, and, what, and they all seem to do the same thing right but at what point does it fall apart <laughs> at what price point do you need to get to before it doesn't fall apart i should say and it's a very confusing market to me you know what i mean it's that really is actually weird. a pretty reasonable example because yeah. you could buy a six dollar network switch and i have the cheap cheap ones they work yeah never had a single problem with a network switch right but how good are they working you're always questioning right. that but yeah. it's working yeah so is that's it, a, is it a limiting thing. factor in the, the system yeah it yeah. can be yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you don't know I wouldn't buy one of those to implement in some sort of severe duty situation sure. or in business Not. or whatever. I would get the $40 one, right? <laughs> the one that looks okay. It doesn't look like and garbage. it's funny. Within that range, it's hard. There's almost nothing to choose from. You either have stupid cheap or stupid expensive. Well, I think you know? it comes down to the other thing I was thinking when choosing a product is reputation, right? Brand reputation. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, well, Cisco or whatever. Yeah, that's – I've never had a problem with one, so I'm going to just – I don't care. I'm just going to go with one of those, right? Yeah, and I think it's true. And that, in that sense, brand – 
can matter, which is another factor we didn't bring up yet, other than yeah. price and looks and uh, you know upfront appearances. Brands do matter. Long-term brands, they tend to have it down. But well, it's pretty much what I was going for. Usually, when you see a company that's been doing it a while, these considerations are already thought through. Uh, usually, the issues are already resolved, and you hope that they put enough effort into it and paid attention to customer feedback to mitigate these things going forward. And oftentimes, you see that. You see a, a shift towards the general hive mind mentality, what people are looking for in a product, but not always. And certainly in startups, new companies and knockoffs especially, they're not quite there. They they inevitably have faults that are never attended to. So to some extent, there is some value in buying a name brand. If you're buying cereal even, uh, a lot of times the name brand one is a little bit better. And if you don't want to consider it, if, sometimes they're the same thing, but it may not be worth your time to think through, is this value proposition worth it to me? Is it worth it to save a buck well, that's and the run thing. the risk especially, of it not being what I want? Well, especially with food, you're dealing with the quality of ingredients. Mm-hmm. And I mean, typically you get what you pay for, <laughs> you know, cheaper flowers, cheaper this, cheaper that. And the whole, the overall thing, just overall taste is going to be not as good. Well, I think like, from a brand perspective, it's more of like a, like they they all have their own like design ethos. You know, they have like a way of doing stuff. They've been doing it for fifty years like that. So you kind of know what you're getting into. You know how they do things, for good or for bad, really. Right. You know, so you kind of like pick your team because you like how they do a specific thing. It could be something as simple as styling or anything like that, or how they build things. But uh, yeah, it they're usually consistent. Yeah, I think cars are like that too. When you think yeah. about picking an automobile which is a much more complicated device. But um, it's true. I mean, you tend people tend to have their favorite manufacturers, you know, and not that there's a ton to choose from, but uh, you tend to have your favorites depending on who you are and how you drive, and et cetera, et cetera. You know, like a lot of people I talk to, well, you know, if you're going to get a sports car, they're probably going to get a Porsche. It's, it's in that range where most people can afford them. You know, I'm a correction. Most people who are in that yeah. price range can afford them. It's not a Ferrari or Lamborghini. You're not, you know, you're not going into the it's mostly attainable million dollar yeah. car range and up, you know. But yeah, it's something that most people can at least lease it and not, you know, it's not going to kill them. So you know, it's a good it's a good middle ground uh, for an upper end sports car type thing versus you know fast Prius, right? (laughs) A lot of the reasons why people choose something like that, a a luxury German make, is because of how it's designed. It's because of the brand, basically. That's usually what most people are looking for. They may not know anything specific about this device or this car, this phone, whatever, but they know this brand historically has done things that I agree with. And so they choose it into the future. You see that all the time with iPhones. People continue to buy iPhones because, well, I like the last one or it worked fine for me or it did this or that. And so I'll just buy this one. They don't think about it. Well, and you know what to expect. It's not going to be like radically different. You know how to use it too. (laughs) Yeah, there's not another learning curve involved with it. So that helps too. There's something to be said for that. You're comfortable with it. Yeah. And there's another reason why people stick to certain brands because they are comfortable with it. Yeah, it's a big portion of it. Yeah, it's worked for me. There's nothing wrong. That's perfect. There's That's, no doubt. I do that too. Yeah, me too. There's plenty of things I I don't really care about that much. I see that thing. It looks fine. The price looks fine. It's got good reviews. I'll take it. Yeah. I don't think about it past that, right? Yep. But depends on what you're looking for. Some people are really particular. They want to know they have the best of the best. And 
then that's where things get difficult. Mm. You want to know you have the best. You've Oof. been rocking through steaks uh, for a while now because you're you just you like cooking meat, mm -hmm. so to speak, smoke smoker and stuff, and they're all different, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's crazy how much beef varies when you when you're not throwing like half a bottle of A1 on well, it. Well, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> you're tasting the meat. Yeah, it's the quality of what cut you get, how you cook it. You know. Yeah. So, bottom line is that you know we're sub we're highly subjective creatures and um so we're going to choose what we're going to choose mm -hmm. the hell with everybody or anyone else says <laughs> you know and that's really that's what it boils down to i think most of the time you're you're going to pick we for whatever reasons right or wrong you know what you don't listen to an expert do what you want to do that's okay because in the end right whether it's right or wrong you learn from it you learn from your choice your choices you make in life that's just the way it works you learn from it and you grow with those choices. So it's, it's good to be an individual. It's good to be able to be an individual, be able to have all the, we're lucky to have all the choices we have in, in audio nowadays. It's cool, you know? You, and you could, it could take you in all kinds of tangents. <laughs> for know? good or for bad, right? Yeah, good or bad, yeah. So, you know, bottom line is you shouldn't be fearful of making the wrong decision. And I see that a lot where people, they freeze, they don't buy because they don't know what to do. And you reach a point where you just got to pull the trigger. I know I've done it many times. Yeah. I'm sitting in your car for six months, you know, it's like, can't do it though yeah <laughs> yeah on a higher price item yeah, it's a problem right. you know you need enough convincing from enough people or you got to get enough feedback that mass meshes with what you're looking for i get all that but you know at some point you probably need to move on or if you're good with the status quo maybe you never have to move on just stay where you are good too i suppose so yeah yeah on that note thank you everybody for watching uh please subscribe to us click click subscribe so you know what's coming up next we're always talking about good stuff and take care of yourself.